Blog Talk Radio. Today I want to talk to you from the subject, Get Your Butt Out of the Way. The word as I use it in this subject has only one T, but two T's could also be applicable. I talk to people in all kinds of situations, in all kinds of places, and they give me all kinds of stories. Very often people say to me, Reverend Ike, I want to be such and such a thing, but... Reverend Ike, I would like to have such and such a thing, but... Oh, Reverend Ike, how I would like to do such and such a thing, but... So finally one day as somebody was telling me all of these different buts, I just finally blurted out and I said, look, you know, you could be what you want to be, do what you want to do, and have what you want to have if you would just get your butt out of the way. I want you to make some notes and I want you to start a project with yourself. I want you to look out for every time you use the word butt. And you'll find out in many cases, that the only thing that stands between you and what you want is a big butt. And you'll discover it's your butt. <laughs> and I have quoted the prophet to you time and time again. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. And keep the door of my lips. Let's quote that scripture together again. Come on. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth and keep the door of my lips. You're going to hear me quoting over and over again ad nauseum for a while. What you say, S-A-Y, is what you get. The word is so important. So many people misunderstand what the Word of God is. The theologians don't have the slightest idea what the Word of God is. So let me tell you again what the Word of God is. What you say about yourself is the Word of God to you. Now, it may take you a few minutes to digest that a little. I want to repeat it again, and I want to put it in the first person. What I say about myself is the word of God to me. Together, what I say about myself is the word of God to me. If I say I am poor, that is my word, and that becomes the word of God to me. That becomes the word which determines my experience. That becomes the word which determines my expression. If I say I can't get anywhere, if I say I cannot succeed, if I say I cannot prosper, if I say I can't get a hold of any money, if I say I can't hold any money, if I say nothing works for me, if I say that I'm born to lose, then that is my word and that becomes the word of God to me. And you're never going to get any further in life than the Word of God. 
meaning your word about yourself. The theologians tell us, for example, about that wonderful scripture that it's some big God sitting up in the sky. The scripture that says, My word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and prosper in the thing where unto I send it. We've been taught that that's some big God speaking from the sky. That is not true. This is the truth of the word of every man. The words that go forth out of your mouth, they're not going to come back to you void. They're going to accomplish something. There is creation in your every word. There is creative power in your every word. And I'm going to put that in the first person and have you affirm it with me. There is creative power in my every word. Together, there is creative power in my every word. You see, the infinite has given it to you, the individual, to speak your word of creation. And each person creates his own world by his own word. In the book of Genesis, the first chapter, we are told that God spoke the world into existence. And so do you every day, every time you open your big mouth, you speak your world into existence. And every time you say, I would like to be, I would like to do, I would like to have, but, you put a but in your way. Now don't think again, and I want to pry you loose from this misconception. Don't you think for a moment that there's some word of God spoken from heaven to you that determines your experience? Not so. The word of God that is spoken by you in your own heart becomes the word of God to you and controls your experience. So if in your heart, if you want to be delivered from any situation, you believe in your heart and feel it in your heart and see it in your heart and say it and confess it, you'll be saved from negative conditions. But notice this, the word is near thee and it's even in your mouth. All you've got to do is to believe it and say it. Now, there are different kinds of buts that people put in their way. And I'm going to find out right now, or rather let you find out individually, what kind of buts you've put in your way. Some people say, Reverend Ike, I'd like to be, to do, and to have such and such a thing, but I don't have any money. This I'll call the no money but. And I'll ask you, and let you examine your heart. Do you ever put the no money but in your way? Let, let's do some confessing here. I do believe in confession, you know. You see, but we confess and forsake. Not enough to say, yeah, I did it and keep on doing it. But here again, that wonderful book of psychology, the Bible says, if you confess and forsake your sin, you'll have mercy. If you release that error out of your heart, if you release that error out of your mind, if you stop practicing negative thinking in your mind, you'll have mercy, you'll have help. So let's talk about this no money but. Stop and think for a moment, and I thought about this this morning in my meditation. Most of the great fortunes, most of the great industries, most of the great institutions in the entire world started with no money. The great fortunes possessed by the great multimillionaires in America today, if you go back to the beginning of that family fortune, 
you will find out that most of those fortunes started with what? No money. Everywhere you see great success and great riches, it is not difficult to trace it and find that it started with no money. But what did it start with? An idea. Everybody say, idea. idea. Nothing except an idea. But here is the great mystic and actual secret. You see, everything begins with an idea. If you have an idea, you're rich. If you can accept the idea of being wealthy, that in itself will bring you and lead you into the mechanics of becoming wealthy. I can be very personal about this and go right back to the press conference in Detroit when a German newspaper reporter asked me the question, well, Reverend Ike, what can you say to the people who are unemployed? How can your philosophy be practically applied in their case? I said, well, I'm a good example of that. I started this multi-million dollar ministry with $200 that I saved up from unemployment compensation back in 1959. I started it with an idea. Let everybody say idea. idea. Shout it again. Idea. And as long as you have an idea, don't say I don't have anything. If you have an idea, you have everything. Because to tell you the truth, every idea has its own mechanics built into it. Please write that down. An idea never comes to you without the mechanics. Without the modus operandi. Now the intellect cannot see the modus operandi. The intellect may not be able to see the mechanics. But every idea has its own mechanics built into it. But you have to believe in that idea. You have to learn how to feel that idea. Don't think for a moment that Henry Ford started out as a wealthy man. He didn't. Henry Ford became a billionaire. Not a millionaire, but a billionaire. And by the way, anytime anybody says here, Reverend Ike is a millionaire, correct them. <laughs> Millionaires are so common, and you know I'm not common, I am. did Henry Ford start with? Henry Ford started with an idea. What was that idea? Transportation. Horseless carriage. And because he believed in this idea, this idea led him to take all of the different mechanical steps to develop the idea of an automobile. It was over his wife's kitchen sink that he held a little contraction that was to become an automobile engine and had his wife to drip gas into it drop by drop at one stage. And then he got a dentist to make the first spark plug to regulate fuel injection. An idea. The power of an idea is unlimited. Say that with me. The power of an idea is unlimited. And often people say to me, Reverend Ike, you tell people to think positive, but how practical is that? I'm telling you now that believing in an idea is practical because the idea will lead you step by step to take 
the right action. It will bring you together with all of the right people for every right purpose. Now, perhaps very few people know in the automotive world today that it was a dentist that made the first spark plug. didn't look like the AC spark plugs that we have today and the other sophisticated spark plugs, but the first idea, manifestation of a spark plug made by a dentist through the idea of an automobile working in the mind of Henry Ford and became a billionaire. And you know, so many people tried to dissuade Henry Ford. Give up that damn fool idea. Preachers preached against it. Call the automobile as Henry Ford would drive about the streets around Detroit. Called it the devil's horse. That's why I tell you, don't you pay one damn bit of attention to these preachers. They're always the last to catch on to any damn thing. And then after it gets going, in spite of their preaching and their damnation, then they want to get on it. Now all the preachers have devil horses, you see. <laughs> the mind that does not understand the processes of creation always criticizes the creative-minded person. This is why, again, the Master Jesus said on one occasion, Cast not your pearls before swine. That's why you don't go and try to blabber out everything I tell you here to somebody who does not understand it. And when he said, cast not your pearls before swine, he wasn't talking about people. He was talking about those low states of consciousness which do not appreciate creative ideas. See, everybody is not yet in the state of consciousness to appreciate creative ideas. Everybody is not at the state of consciousness yet to get their pie now. Some of them would rather wait for it. <laughs> and this upstart Reverend Ike comes along and tells them, look, you can have it now. That's too much for them. They've been so busy going through hell trying to get to heaven. Don't tell me that I don't have to do that. My mother did it, my father did it, my auntie did it, my uncle did it, and it's good enough for me. <laughs> so don't bother them. You just go on and let your light so shine. And after a while, they'll come inching around and they'll ask you. Oh, I find it so amusing sometimes and you're really going to find out Within the next 12 months, you're really going to find out how much this mind power teaching has really spread. And some people are saying it even outwardly. They're admitting it. The world of business and industry is so full of so many multi-million and multi-billion dollar affairs which have started with no money that you cannot any longer use the no money button. The question is, can you let an idea reveal itself to you? Just open your hands and your heart and say, Lord, reveal a money-making idea to me. Come on. Lord, reveal a money-making idea to me. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Good evening, everyone.
Welcome to the Divine Connection Show, where we want to divinely connect with you. We are your hosts, Jessica. And Tasia. We hope everyone's having a good week. Um, how's your week, Tasia? Um, it's going well. Today was a beautiful day, and that put me in a really good mood, and I really enjoyed it. Right, because it's been, it's been such a rainy autumn so far here in the Midwest, so today was a really nice day. It was basically like summer, you know. It was in the 80s, and the sun was shining, and it really does have an effect on your mood. Like, I had to actively, um, you know, liven up my mood all week, you know, with essential oils and, you know, a constant mind battle. Like, okay, it's still a great day, you know, mm-hmm. battling between being tired, you know, yeah, taking my herbs. So, yeah, it has. And the it's sun just, hadn't been out today. Right. And working from home, it's just like to not have the sun in my windows, just, yeah. I just missed seeing the sun. But, I, I mean, it was a fight, but it wasn't that big of a fight. I mean, I'm thankful for the rain. I mean, I haven't had to water the garden or anything like that. And I know we need it, but it's just been so gloomy. So, anyway. Um, well, yeah, as far as garden, we went to a farm. We pick, oh yeah, and we, we pick, pick our, yeah, our own vegetables. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it was crazy because I canned all those. Forgot to pick our own that we have. We have greens in our uh, garden, and we have yet to pick them, but they need to be picked because they're overgrown. But um, it's a blessing nonetheless. So we're still keeping up with some of the the hobbies and things that we've been doing. Um, you know, with life and we're still um trying to reset and activate our minds um to advancing onto more bigger and better things yeah <laughs> goals we have because you know we get all off track a little bit mm-hmm. but um when i stop and think about the good things and think about where we have come from and where we're going and you know i can't be that disappointed in where I am today, but I'm also like, I should still be further, you know, if I wouldn't let procrastination set in and just kind of remain focused. But, you know, things happen and it causes us to shift some things, um, you know, unforeseen. So, as a matter of fact, that's kind of like what you wanted to talk about tonight, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like change and unexpected things happening where you have to, you know, shift your focus and change your thinking. Um, yeah, change your thinking. So uh, as far as change, um, the world is changing even right now with the pandemic and things may never be the back to normal. There will be a new norm. That's and, what they say. Yeah, that's what they say, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. But it's still something yeah. that we, not my generation, has been through. Well, and this, what's going on right now is the change. You know, mm-hmm. we have to wear, you know, a mask everywhere you go. Um, if you, if you want to, basically, or if you don't feel like fighting, it depends on your situation. Um, but there was something like this that happened way back in the day with mm-hmm. the flying flu and they needed masks and things like that. So I believe that it will blow over, but we don't know 
everything that's going to transpire after this. Yeah, that's another thing, like, with history repeating itself. It leaves clues. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a cycle. Things come back around. Mm-hmm. But um, right now, in my lifetime, uh, this is definitely mm-hmm. something different. My lifetime, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people's lifetime, you yeah. know. Um, but, yeah, so it's just. It's putting the pressure on in certain areas, and then it's just like, yeah, and in a lot of areas. Like I said, um, suicide rate is high because people are stressed about a lot of different things. Um, children were stressed about the disconnection, you know, and, they, you know, it's just you know, money and all of that. And I even lost focus in um, our process of becoming private. Um not the process, but the end goal, because it's like I could get sucked back into the normal cycle that I'm used to. Mm -hmm. I just learned about this stuff and just branched out um, less than a year ago. I didn't know about any of this stuff that Akeem was teaching. And if you guys did not listen to his show on Tuesday, you need to go back. What day was that? What's today? I think it was the 20th. Yes. Make sure you listen to that show, October 20th, True Tuesday with Akeem, because he touched on some things um, that people aren't thinking about, things that we're working on in the process. So basically, you want to get on board with that as well. Yeah, mainly the name change. Yeah. Well, and if you know, if you do your research and things like that, you kind of can't lose sight. Like, I kind of lost sight a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going um, to do that too. Because it's like becoming private what does that mean you know but like we are being controlled like we are living in the matrix like most of us are not free you know as much as you think it's because of lack of knowledge exactly so I had to force myself I think last week I talked about how I like every time I open this book I just get anxious or you know but I didn't you know I forced myself to do some more research on track you know, sometimes we just really lose our focus and we just need to get it together, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so now I'm like, oh, yeah, I no longer need to feel bad about not paying this or not doing that or not doing it their way because they're the ones deceiving us. As far as the government and everything else, they don't have our best interests at heart. Just know that. I mean, all of this stuff right now that's going on, all this political stuff, I'm not even going to go there. You have your opinion. You do what you want to do. Um, but just know at the end of the day, does it really matter? <laughs> That's how I feel in my heart of hearts. I mean, I, I, man, my ancestors, they fought for certain rights. You know, they fought for us to vote and all that. I, you know, that's my, that's the only thing I could stand on. Other than that, I would just really like it if I felt like, I felt like I made a difference with my, you know, but anyway, but back to what, the subject at hand is we're forced to change whether that be by choice or not. Um, and I really like some of the points that Tasia has to try to explain um, exactly what I'm thinking. She's like the other piece of the puzzle. It works. Mm-hmm. Get out. We're, we're, we're bring it out each other. Yeah. Um, so. So with change, there's two different types of changes. It's voluntary change and involuntary change. Now, voluntary change, it is as it, is what it says, um, changing at your own free will 
and involuntary change is changing against your own will. And we have examples uh, to what's voluntary and what's involuntary. Um, Voluntary is pretty much making up in your mind that you're going to change for the better. Involuntary is pretty much things, circumstances and situations that happen that you cannot control. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that, we're going to, we're going to talk about both of those changes. um, But first we're going to talk about the stages of changes. So you go through stages um, with the process of changing. Now the first stage is denial. Um, so when a situation arises, like okay, I can use any, something even simple as to this pandemic. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, this pandemic, or um, simple as getting older, um, midlife oh, crisis. Yeah. That's good. Um, you try to oh, try to do things to make yourself seem like you're younger than what you are, or uh, try to stay youthful, which isn't bad, but right. you just got to come to... Or some people really do deny that they're getting older. Mm-hmm. They want to always remain in their 20s or something. I don't right. know. They Instead of embracing it, like, I think we ought to. I'm not going to say... I mean, I hate telling people what they should do, but look at it differently. Like, to reach another age, if, you know, if you wake up and recognize that you're blessed, um, to make it each reach another birthday each year is a blessing and embrace all the stages. So if you're going into your forties, welcome what, what 40 has to offer. If you're, you know, 50s, 60s, I heard my Angela say, try the eighties. <laughs> it's the best. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you know, thirties. When, thir- when I hit 30, I was like, wow. Like, 30s is great, you know? Um, but anyway, but when we're younger, we think, I don't know why. Who put that in our thought process? We just felt like 30 was old. And people yeah. used to tell me, like, no, you're still young. And I'm like, really? Am I really that young? Am I really that young? But, you know, but you really are very young if you're in your 30s. But, yeah, so. What they say and 40s. Yeah, they say, what, 30s and 20s? <laughs> right. I mean, there's still still so much. I mean, we don't know when we're going to go, but there's still so much life left. Yeah. If you, you know what I mean? Like, just look at, like, all the infinite possibilities out here. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, just change that mindset. But, yeah. So, denial. Denial mm-hmm. and then um, uncertainty, feeling uncertain. Um, you go through that mm-hmm. stage. Um, this might come with anger, anxiety, or depression. Mm-hmm. So it is the uncertainty would put you in a space where your emotions will get the best of you. Um, and then from feeling uncertain is to looking forward to change. No, feeling uncertain to me brings on anxiety, like you said. Yeah, anxiety. No, we're on the next stage. But, yes, uncertainty, anger, anxiety, depression could come with that. Yeah. And then once you are out of that stage, you move on to the next stage. Hopefully. Yes. Because, I mean, if you're going through anger, anxiety, and depression, Mm -hmm. you're more likely at your rock bottom. So you have no choice but to go up 
Right. So then you look forward to your change. Yes. And then you'll have so to come to terms embrace it. it and look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And then from that stage, it's acceptance and make commitments towards the change. Mm-hmm. So accept that you're getting older. If that's your, if that, because that's the example you use. Yeah, that's but, the example I use. Yeah, but it could be for accept it. Any, I mean, I think everybody changes. has to. Yeah. <laughs> and um, now through that, those stages, that process, it's it's not really no timetable. Like you said, you could be stuck in feeling uncertain for a little for a while, but it's pretty much to person up to what their process and what stages they go through, how long it, it they take to go through the stages. Mm-hmm. So how do we cope with change? We touched on it already with acknowledging things are changing. Don't be in denial. <laughs> acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, with change, change can be stressful as well. Now, you can move from acknowledging it to once you accept it, stretch you out. Even with good change, it could be stressful. Mm-hmm. That's, like that's true. With uh, marriages or a new baby or a promotion at your job, a new job, relocation. It's a good thing, but it also brings about some stressors. It Which could. It mm-hmm. could. It could. And it, it could not. might it's not. Act, yeah. Yeah. But I know for for me, um, even with uh, when I got promoted at my job, it was definitely stressful with learning Mm-hmm. everything like re- learning new new things but it came with benefits yeah <laughs> and like for me newly engaged and yep it will be stressors with lot. planning you got a lot to plan <laughs> yep mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah there's good things but there's I mean stress is a real thing or anxiety is too it's just you got to be able to balance it all like, today I practiced my deep breathing when I felt anxious because I just feel like I have so much mm-hmm. to do. Yep, yep. And in a little time. Yeah, you opened it up for the next point was how to manage your stress. And you said you use meditation. Yeah, I was doing deep breathing. I even touched my, you know, the center of my chest, say is the heart chakra, first of all. But, no, I had to do my deep breathing because I'm like, wait. Because I know what happens when I get stressed, and I carry stress in my back, and I can feel it. I didn't have any back aches today, but I already have enough going on with my body that I'm like, no, no pent-up energy. You know what I mean? So I was just like, I actively paused, and I thought about God, and I thought about gratefulness, gratitude. And then I did some deep breathing, because I'm like, well, I actually was more so focused on exhaling that negative pent-up energy that I was feeling, that I was harboring, because sometimes we don't let it out. And I know what can happen when you don't let something that's supposed to come out, because I dealt with grief. I'm almost, I can't say I'm an expert at grief, but I've dealt with that thing, so I kind of know what to, what can happen if you do not allow yourself to release. Mm-hmm. So 
that's kind of like where I was today. And even you can even like do some um, what are they? like some massage moves, like pounding on your your pressure points, or like what do you call this movement? Like pick your fist and the flat surface of your fist, and you can even go upward, like your arm and release some stress, or your abdomen, and kind of like what they do when they do massages, and then, like, exhale. That's, yeah. It can make you feel good, yeah. just saying. But, yeah, I think everybody should practice um, deep breathing. Um, I know that helped me out a lot, uh, mm-hmm. but my main um, way that I manage stress is through exercise, and we already know that has many benefits mm-hmm. on your mental and your body. Yeah. So, that mm-hmm. the route that I take, mm-hmm. um, you can even if you just have to write things down, that hope. Oh yeah, that's a, whatever. It's an outlet. Yeah. It's an outlet. Mm-hmm. You have a hobby. Mm-hmm. Whatever that might be, and then um, next you would need to uh, develop a plan. And this way, if you develop a plan for what's happening the changes, then it would help you take a more proactive approach to what's going on. And that gives you control over the situation if you plan it out. And then to cope as well, you could could practice coping. So saying... Try new things. Don't get too complacent in your life. Try new things. Try different strategies out. Try it. Try to be flexible. Um, that way, when things happen, you can easily adapt. Mm-hmm. And also, seek support. Talk to somebody about it. Don't bottle it all up inside. Voice it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's somebody that you can trust or somebody that you hire. Right. You need counseling, whatever it is, to get through it, to sort out your thoughts. Do that. Just all that to help cope. Right. And then write down positive things about the change. So write it down, be grateful, practice gratefulness. Mm -hmm. Don't focus on the negative, write down the positive, focus on that. Yeah, the only way to focus on the negative is um, it's kind of like pinpoint what you need to do do different. I don't think it's focus on the negative. I think, you know what I mean? Basically, your errors, you're Mm -hmm. wrong, so you don't repeat them. That's or it. just to plan it out to do since you said mm-hmm. make a plan. Learn from your mistakes pretty much. But yeah. definitely write down the um positive changes or, you know, what worked out for you. Mm-hmm. Try to enjoy, you know, the moment and what's going on, mm-hmm. even through changes. Um, be mindful, be in the moment. Sometimes when we don't like change um, we can't enjoy it, and then at the end of it all, we're like, "Oh, well, that really wasn't that bad." That wasn't that bad. So if you would have tried to enjoy it a little bit more in the moment, 
it could have been even better. Because mm-hmm. it is what you make it. Right. Life is just that. And that I can go on a different path with that. We'll talk about private life, but I won't. We'll keep focused. So with that coping in the different stages, uh, this should help you maneuver through different life situations with change. And um hope that was helpful for you guys to pinpoint, you know, your some of the things that you are doing and some of the things that you aren't doing. Um, just reflect on those things. And um, what we really, really wanted to talk about, what we're really excited about talking about today is changing for the better, changing with purpose, changing on purpose. Now, there are, um, that I'm going to come to you today, uh, with how to change on purpose. Um, Now, you have to make life what you want it to be. So with that, keep, keep in mind that whatever, just like Reverend Ike says, whatever is made up in your mind, that is what you can change. So be ready to change your mind. You will improve your life. Mm -hmm. The reason why we hold ourselves back is because of the way we think. So if you reprogram yourself, um, you have to make the decision. You have to come to terms with being sick of where you're at to go where you want to go. You're just one decision away for, for changing your life. Yeah, and my thing is, um, I said something earlier, and it was not correct. When I said um, we're not free, we actually were free from the beginning. We put ourselves, unknowingly, we were put in a situation where we were in bondage, um, you know, and unknowingly put our own selves stronger <laughs> and more bondage, you know. So, um, yeah. And um, in this, I came across a book. It's called The Five-Second Rule. It's by Mel Robbins. And if you have a chance, you can go check that out. But it's pretty much about transforming your life. Um, It's transforming your life, work, and confidence with everyday courage. Now, it's pretty much what it's speaking about is, you have the instinct to act on what goals you have for yourself. And if you, you have a five-second window to act upon it, if you don't act upon it, then your brain disregards it. Mm-hmm. So we're changing situations for the better. Um, you, another thing you have to have is to have courage. Don't let your fear paralyze you. Have courage. Yeah. Act upon That's it. That's a big one. Just do it. It takes a lot of courage to do something that's never been done before, to do something that's not common, to go the route that everybody don't go, to do something that you've never seen done before. You have to have that courage to make that first step in order to change. So you have to make up your mind, and you have to have the courage to act upon it. Now, it's a poem that was in the book that I referenced. Um, It's called Everyday Courage. Courage is the ability to do things that feel difficult, 
scary or uncertain. It is the reserved for just a few seconds. Courage is a birthright. It's inside of all of us, and it's waiting for you to discover it. One moment of courage can change your day. One day can change your life. One and one life can change the world. That's the true power of courage. It reveals you, the greatest version of you. Discover your courage, and you will be capable of accomplishing and experiencing everything you dreamt about. Yes, even changing the world. Pause. Inhale. Exhale. Yes. Okay. All right. And then timing. So the timing you might think will never be right, um, but the timing is important to act upon it. That was the whole idea is to act upon your intuition and the confidence that you have in yourself to move on those things. The right time, it may pass you by. And before you know it, Mm -hmm. you then went a whole year without making changes. Yep, step on toes, including your own and my own toes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's real. I know the importance of moving um, just through experience, success and failure. Um, sometimes you're given just a short window. Sometimes it's very short. Like your example, you were supposed to get up and write something down that was important today. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the night, and you didn't do it, and you lost it, but you knew for a fact that that was your window. And um, sometimes we go against our best um, instincts, our greatest gift mm-hmm. that we have. Um, but yeah, timing is everything. It could be the it could be the end all sometimes. But yeah, so hey, be grateful that we're given another chance in a lot of areas. You know, so we'll do better. So what? That you may felt like you you missed that opportunity, but there'll be another time next time. You'll mm-hmm. do better, right? Next time, and just act on it. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to the next point, which is push yourself and take action to stop procrastinating. Um, yeah. Like actively work on that. I've I've actively been working on it, but um, I still get overwhelmed when I just can't sort everything out, like, meticulously, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's just, like, sometimes when I have, like, a lot, I have to write it out, put it on the calendar, even if it is step-by-step of what I'm going to get done in that day. Because if not, if I'm just so – if I don't have it all sorted out, I won't even begin because I'm like, oh gosh, like where do I where do I start? You know, and it's like so since I can't figure it out, I don't start at all. Mm-hmm. Which is a very sad, ineffectively work on not procrastinating. Yeah, and the the thing about that, um, like what you said, um, take make take little steps and start building on that. Because one step you take, even if it's a little task. And then next you move on to something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it builds you that momentum and you take one step that allows you mm-hmm. to take another step. And before you know it, you've 
been done. You're finished. So much. You're finished. Or you just take a look back like, yes. wow. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize because you're so busy working on it. You don't even realize what you have done or you have, but. You haven't even taken a second to appreciate, like, how far you've come, mm-hmm. your accomplishments. Yep, one thing at a time. And it brings me back to the whole going private again. Um, one step at a time. Eventually, we'll you'll be there. We'll all get there if mm-hmm. we really, you know, keep at it. Um, and just don't be discouraged, but be encouraged because we're technically we're all free. We just gotta make sure everybody else knows we are. You know, and how we handle things, business. So. And then with all this, you you must be consistent. Because um, like we said, little things, they add up. They become bigger things. It's like a snowball effect. Just keep on rolling. Keep on moving. Mm-hmm. Don't hesitate. Don't worry about the timing. Just keep on. Just start it. Start it. Mm-hmm. Right. That was good. Um yeah. So that's basically the metamorphosis kind of thing about um change or it could be a metamorphosis because involuntary whether you're the unexpected whether change is unexpected or by choice um you still got to go through a whole process um and some things there's some species and even us in our situ in situations I'm talking about not just us in particular but in general um uh, we're forced in, we're forced to change so there are plenty of creatures like an eagle i mean they are basically abandoned as infants like you're going to have to learn eventually you know what i mean so yeah but um yes everybody um i don't know if you guys have any questions out there you can let us know or comment anything encouraging or anything on your heart you can you know um hit one and um i just want to make an announcement make sure you tune in to um Every day, basically, not really, but okay. We have Sunday, we have Beth, and we have um, Mondays. We have Bun Bay, and then Tuesdays we have um, a King Truth Tuesday at seven. Everyone's at seven, and then Wednesday we have Solomon's Temple at ten. Everyone except Solomon's Temple. And then us, of course, every Thursday at 7. And Akeem L. is on Fridays, I believe. I'm sorry, Akeem Jr., not Akeem L., Akeem Jr. And, um, yeah, we all appreciate your support. Um, Make sure you go back and listen to what you've missed if you weren't able to listen. Um, Some very important things going on, happening, all these, you know, moving with the current. Akeem taught a lot on Tuesday, so like I said in the beginning of the show, make sure you go back and listen um, and educate yourself. 
you know. So thanks for listening, everyone. Um, We will – oh, I'm sorry. We have someone with their hand up. Oh, I think this is – one second. Um, 980613. Yes. Hello. Peace. What's up? What y'all doing? Hi. I, I couldn't <laughs> let y'all get off that quick. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I to, I, only reason why I got off is on because uh, they're not going to hear from me for a while. Um, okay. After, to, after today. So it will be November by the time they hear my voice on the radio live again. Mm-hmm. Next week is my born day. Um, thank you, thank you. Um, but I was, uh, I caught like the tell into y'all the show, and I heard something about procrastination, and I just wanted to elaborate on that. I deal with that myself, but mm-hmm. I read a book called the. Oh, uh, it was two books. It was one the four-hour work, and then it oh, was yeah. another one, the automatic millionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't beat yourself up when it comes to procrastination too mm-hmm. much, because you know, long as when you're working, you optimizing your time on something, you know that that is bringing you the results. You know, sometimes I can procrastinate a good while, but then I'll sit down and concentrate for an hour to two hours. That will generate to about eight hours worth of work, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's how I overcome my uh, – when I do procrastinate, when, and then when I go in, I go in, and then I go back into a hibernation mode, and then I go back in again. You know, there's people out here that will tell you work – 12, 14, 15, 16, 17, 20 hours just on your stuff. And I mean, I mean, if that's what you want to do, I have nothing against you. But I have a family, I have a life, and I like to chill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and thinking yeah. about this stuff all the time can drive me nuts. And, oh, yeah. Um, so I got to take a break, and I'm okay with that. You know, my, my, my bills are being met. I'm reaching the goals that I want when it comes to my financial goals, my spiritual goals, I'm 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 gonna get there. I'm getting there. I am there, really. So just when you do work, just pick a time and be dedicated to that time mm-hmm. of study or what you're trying to do to further your goals. You know, just be dedicated right. to that. Then the rest of the time is yours. To do whatever you want. See a lot of us mm-hmm. are thinking, oh, I did this, I did that and then I didn't do this. And sometimes even at the time you wanna Set aside, you get distracted to do, you know, like you want one thing and then you're doing something else. Uh, like for the last couple of days, I bought some new equipment. So I've just been playing with that for the last couple of days and been focused on that. Like I just made a video uh, about 10 minutes ago that I'm about mm-hmm. to post while I was listening to your, your show. So those are the times I take to you know, when the shows are going on to do some other stuff, you know, so. And believe it or not, while this this show was going on, it took me, I had picked up the book a couple of times, and I'm like, no, we got to focus on the show right now. But, yeah, you never know when that's going to hit as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, one thing about that, when you pick up, 
it's okay to pick up a book, and sometimes those books will give you ideas what to talk about. Right. We, you you know, a lot of my shows, right. A lot of my shows are uh, last-minute ideas that, oh, man, I can talk about this. If that yeah. is truly true, do not worry about what to say because I will give you what to say in that very hour. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's real. Yeah. You know, don't right. worry. You know, scripting it out and mm-hmm. trying to have something fancy to say, what you need to say will be said and it'll be profound. You know, right. mm-hmm. so yeah, but yeah. good show. Um, well, thanks for coming on when you did. Always yeah, they won't hear from you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I know. I'm yeah, hey. nice. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant to say something on Tuesday, but um, yes, yeah, cool. People will know. You deserve yeah, you know, it. I, I mentioned it a little bit, but you know, I had, you know since COVID, I haven't yeah. really, really taken a vacation. I've been bumping day here, two, three yeah. days there, and like really yeah. chill. Like I have not done that, so I'm going right. to do that. So Good. when I come back, I'm gonna be fired up. Yeah, <laughs> I got a whole stack of work sitting in front of me that needs to be uh, taken care of. Um. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right, ladies, I'm gonna let y'all go and uh, finish right. out the show. Thanks for giving us right, happy birthday right. and um, thank enjoy you. your vacation. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Peace. All right, everyone, that concludes our show. Everyone, have a great rest of your week, and um, like you said, don't beat yourself up. Let's just pick up and start over right now. All right. Peace, everyone.